with Ridwan Ahmed. So for the show, the burning issue this week, we've been talking about safety and security measures over the festive season. We've had our city of Cape Town officials in studio before the Maghribadan, and they were talking to us about sort of the plans for the roads, the beaches, and, you know, just in general. We also had a listener asking us for a, a, a the emergency number that was given out before the Maghribadan. The number that I had was, if you are phoning from a telecom number, you can phone 107. That is 107. If you're phoning from a cell phone, the number is 021-480-0077. So that's 021-480-0077. If you want to report any kind of emergency, that's the numbers to phone. Uh, you can then, of course, uh, get some help with it. You need an ambulance, whether there's a fire, whether there's something on the roads that you need to report. That is a one stop kind of number that you can phone now we are going to take things a bit closer to home now we are going to look at the community police forums and in studio with me i have imran ismail mukadam that's the full name right there but I, I know imran of course imran is the vice chairman for the alsis river community police forum imran assalamualaikum welcome to the show walaikum salam nice to see you here yeah, um, and to the listeners, the voice of the cap as well. Great stuff. On the phone, we have AB Isaacs. AB is the chairperson of the Mitchell's Plain Community Police Forum. AB, welcome. How are you? Good afternoon. Uh, good evening. Thank yeah. you. Welcome to your business. AB. AB, you may remember that I phoned you a couple of weeks ago when we did the story about the stop and search. Um, yeah. yeah, that's when we talked last. Guys, look, so. Tonight we're looking at community safety and of course I just also want to remind our listeners please do feel free to participate in the show if you have any questions or contributions around community safety and security uh, over the festive season you can phone us directly into the studio the number is 021-442-3530 that is 021-442-3530 you can also send us an SMS to the number 47913 or you can WhatsApp us on the number 072 2380712. We are now going to look more at the role of the community police forums in making sure that areas are safe over the festive season, but also looking at some of the challenges, you know, that, that, that come up and, and how communities can play a more proactive role. Imran, let's start with you. Uh, what is it like for the community police forum in Alsis River over the festive season? Well, it, it, it is a very difficult time. Um, Obviously, everybody's been working hard and everybody's going into holiday mood. So also, uh, the level of participation from community, force, uh, community police forum members and neighborhood watchers, um, where we would want a lot more involvement and participation, people also have to spend time with their families. People want to slow down a bit and focus on their own lives after sacrificing so much for the community. So we do have... An, a bit of a slack down towards the end of the year in our uh, community participation levels within the sector forums as well as in the police forums. And this is this is a worrying thing because this is actually the time where we need a lot more people to be involved because that's it's the time where our, our social crime spikes and, and um, we have serious issues with the amount of children being at home for the school holidays as well. So the risk factors are much higher during the school holidays and in the festive season than it would be normally. That sounds like a disaster. 
So you're saying that you have a human resource capacity problem. There are fewer people now who who are um, participating. Yeah, and, and, and to keep the level of um, enthusiasm for this work that we do in, as community volunteers in the safety sector, it, it, it takes a lot out of um, people throughout the year. So you can't also, also blame those that have put in all the effort through the year if they slow down a bit or if they go up country, um, we have the situation. We, we are part of the Nyanga cluster, Elsie's River. And they, they, they would have a problem of people going to the Eastern Cape for the, for the holiday seasons or for December. And so too, many of our um, active members would want to maybe go up country or, or leave the area for the holidays. So it does mean that we have a resource problem. We have a manpower problem. Mm-hmm. And um, this is the time that we would need people that are not ordinarily involved in neighborhood watches and CPF work to, to actually come and help out if, if they are available. And, and this is where the spirit of volunteerism comes in, and we need more people to come on board. Okay, well, let's check in with, um, with AB. AB, let's check in with Mitchell Splain. Um, and also just to, to confirm something, um, a, uh, we, we are just going to check the security, uh, not the security, the, the city of Cape Town number that I've been given. Um, I'm going to have to go into the website for this because... Um, I'd been given a number in studio of 021-480-0077, but a listener just contacted us and said that the number's actually the other way around, saying it's 480-0700, and that they phoned it yesterday when there was a house that burned down. So we'll just go onto the internet and check that number for you so that we can make sure that the right number is, is, is read out. Um, let's get AB online. AB, do you have any issues in your community with the Mitchell's Plain Police Community Police Forum in terms of a, a, in terms of volunteers, in terms of capacity? I, I think um, yes. Again, thank you for the opportunity, Shukran. Um, the difference is again in, in Mitchell's Plain. We've, we've started to prepare ourselves from the first of November already in terms of what we call um, SFS 2016-2017 preparedness. Um, the, 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 yes, we've got a core group of volunteers um, specifically, and I want to run down uh, the group of volunteers, which is ourselves at the CPF, um, the neighborhood watching, we've got street committees, we've got block committees. Each one has got its own um, portfolio, each one has got its own narrow uh, area of, 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 of work. But however, specifically over the festive season, one of the um, one of our commitments towards safety and security is with that from the display side, we will be deploying 33 members, and I need to, 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 to say that, 33 members specifically into the CBP. And, and the focus, and, and one needs to, 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 to clarify the focus, the focus would be community safety, not business safety. And one needs to clarify that. Their interest would be to secure, because you know this time of year, there's, there's, there's huge amounts of money, Circulation. So, so the, and, 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 and communities go and do the shopping. So their focus would be on safety of, of those shoppers, not looking after business, because we have a family that business has a responsibility to employ security. So those 33 neighborhood workers or volunteers would be deployed um, through the city of Cape Town's EPWP program, and obviously they would be paid a stipend. I, I need to um, put it there on record. You know, because businesses within the town center specifically have a view once they see these volunteers that these volunteers need to look after their shops. But, you know, as I said, and I, I don't want to echo what I've just indicated. Then we also have, daily we have um, 
our street committees and our block committees, you know, um, we, we've got um, a, a quite a number of platforms where we monitor, as an example, um, and I'm just going to cite examples, Rockland, um, you know, every morning 5 o'clock there's a group of 5 to 10 people taking residents to, to, to your, your, your interchanges, you know, and those are volunteers. And, and they would That's amazing. To do that. Um, again, another area like East Street, where we know it's, it's one of our, our, our hotspot areas, um, it's volunteers again coming out and, and, and ensuring that there's a safe passage for communities or, 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 or communities used to, 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 to get to the tax I just quickly want to say something on that. You know, last month in October, well, not, yeah, even in October, sorry, not last month, I interviewed people in Mitchell, Spain for an article I was doing around um, the city's budget. And um, this one woman, Fatima, she actually told me that they are even scared to wait at the bus stop for the bus because you don't know if you're going to be robbed. So do you do you have people who eyes and, and visibility uh, over this period, for example, even at bus stops? Yeah, I think, and, and I think we, we need to unpack, we need to un- clearly unpack this thing, yeah? Um, noting this is plain as a vast area, and I just want to quickly run through it. Um, as an example, you get your, your, your more volunteers. There's a, there's a core group of volunteers in what we deem um, your, 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 your hotspot areas, like your Portland, um, your uh, Beacon Valley, East Ridge. But, but then again, um, your, your West Ridge, there's a there's tendency, and, and I, want to, I want to put this point categorically, you get two types of communities within this plane. A community that peeks through the window and see crime happens and expect um, the neighborhood watch to look after them. Then you get a community that is part, that goes out there and, 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 and be the volunteer, whether it's street committees and block committees or through any other structures. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but again, answering the question, yes, there are people um, that would be monitoring um, the, 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 um, the, your interchanges. But however, we should, not, we should not run away. It's the ultimate responsibility of the law enforcement agencies, whether it's such, whether it's Metro Police, whether it's law enforcement, whether it's, whether it's their responsibility. We are just volunteering to ensure that our commuters, our brothers and sisters, um, goes to work safely. Okay, great. We have to take a break now, and we can continue after the break. The Voice of the Cape. The Burning Issue with Rita One Ahmed. Things are certainly starting to burn up here in the studio as our listeners are also starting to participate in our program around community safety over the festive period. A.B. Isaacs, the chairman of the Mitchellsburg Community Police Forum, has just been talking about the kinds of people who live in Mitchellsburg. He said that there are people who look out of the window and see crime happening and expect somebody else to solve the problem. But then there are also people in the community who are actively participating and want to end crime as well. Now, we also want to quickly welcome Graham Lintors to the show. Graham is the chairperson of the Bishop Lavers Community Police Forum, which is also overseeing Bontevelle and Netrecht. Graham, welcome to Voice of the Cape Community Radio Station. Good evening to you and good evening to your listeners. Great, Graham, I, Graham, I do understand that you, are, you might not be with us for the entire period until the end of this um, program. So um, at any point when you need to leave, just let us know. Yeah, I just ran out of a meeting now, but it's fine. 
Okay, great Fine. stuff. Abby, do you just want to wrap up on your point around um, the kinds of uh, people, you know, because we have in studio Imran who also wants to talk to that point. Yeah, I think, I think um, that's the point that we want to drive. We get two types of society. A society that um, wants to make a difference, and then you get a society that rather opposite and, and, and expect other people from other areas. And I want to, to simplify it. You know, you get people um, from certain areas expecting people from Rockland. I'm just using this as an example. Um, people from uh, Westridge expecting people from Tafelsoft to come and clean the area or to do neighborhood washing. But even in terms of your first point of, 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 of um, discussion, what is our program? I just want to wrap up part of our program of the festive season is that we will be deploying as per customary law um, volunteers to the beaches specifically to ensure um, around missing children. Okay, great and stuff. Are, you know, uh-huh. Volunteers and they would be there on the beach um, as what we call um, our hotspot areas, our peak, er- uh, peak times. Um, yeah. Look, AB, I think it's very heartening to know and to hear about the Mitchell's Plain CPF uh, efforts. You know, you guys are really doing a lot. You, as you mentioned, you are walking people to, uh, you know, the transport. You are also just, as you mentioned now, looking out for people at the beaches. It's, it's really commendable. But uh, the big question is, how did you get all the people to volunteer with you? Because that's been a challenge for Imran and we'll come back to him now as well. I, th- I think, basically, you know, specifically, we've got a, we've got a two-pronged process that we just playing community policing forum. When it came into office, we agreed supply and demand. That's the two-pronged approach. Supply, let the agencies, which is SAPS, law enforcement, let them deal with the, ag- with the supply. Demand, it's our kids, it's our brothers and sisters. And, and we need to be able to, 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 to put programs and sustainable programs in place so that we can be able to deal with the demand. So that, you know, as a classical example, if you want to take a child, a, a person of drugs, you need to replace it with something. If you want a person to stop smoking, as, as an example, they normally get replaced with a suite or something. You know, I, I just want to make that example. So in terms of the supply, the police, the, the agencies must deal with them. Demand, we deal with it. Classical example, um, our approach... No, but well. yeah, I, I'd like you to please answer the question because we want to get to Imran and to um, Graham as well. Did you, how did you manage to increase the number of volunteers that you have to be able to ensure your various security interventions are successful? It's, um, communities are coming forward because if there's a problem in a specific street, you go to that street and ask the community to come. That's great. So people are volunteering. They're saying, I want to play a role in stopping. I want to get involved in, in ending crime in my community. That's correct. Yes. Okay, thanks. Imran. Let's hear from you. You have some points to make regarding the kinds of people we have. You know, when A.B. was saying you can either look out the window and watch the crime happen or you can get out on the street and prevent the crime. Yes, exactly. And and the important thing or our approach is that, um, you know, this whole thing that we must wait for the police and wait for law enforcement and wait for the problem to be solved from the outside, um, that that is we 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 actually not helping. We must take ownership of our own problems, our own communities, and and that's why there's such a strong emphasis from our side as well in starting street committees, block committees, getting people involved. And we we do. Um, I think maybe I started off on a bit of a wrong note. That it does. It's not as if the people of Elsie's River doesn't want to do something about crime in the area. Our community is. Um, 
there's, there's a, a lot of enthusiasm and there's a lot of frustration to get involved. It is channeling this energy in, in a direction um, that, is, that, that needs to be managed. And I think the CPF on its own, um, we need to, to ensure that the infrastructure is there. We need to ensure that our sector forums are functioning, that each of these sector forums have functioning executives so that when new people come on board, they don't come into a dysfunctional organization. So our focus has been to empower and to build our structures. And uh, alhamdulillah, for the past two years, we've been focusing on that, and it's starting to fall into place. So the important thing is, is now to go out and market the work that we do and the need for the work that we do, and then get more people to buy into this concept that they need to take ownership of their little street, their little block. We don't expect people to, like when they form a neighborhood watch, to be expected to go into the high volatile areas. Else River have some areas that are red zones, that that's extremely um, volatile, and you can't expect the neighborhood watch to go in the and patrol those streets. Uh, you know, it's not it's not feasible because the risks are too high. So, in that scenario, would you phone the, the armed police? In in that scenario, we would expect um, police escorts for our neighborhood watches, and this is part of our challenges. So, I think one of the things that we need to look at is what are the challenges for CPFs and neighborhood watches, and this is something that I'm very Recently, um, I've become very concerned because we've had situations, a quite a recent incident where one of our CPF members' family was actually targeted and a life was lost because of that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was because a CPF member from our, one of our sector forums was very vocal about crime in her uh, area and, and, and she lost a family member after having had several death threats. So this is how serious this work is for volunteering and, and, and we need to we need to have an approach where we're not also putting people in arms way by inviting them to join our forces and to join forces with the CPFs and neighborhood watchers. Yeah. Imran Shukran for that. I just have a a message here from your neighbor actually. Um, it says, Assalamu alaikum, Yazid. Is Mr. Imran Mukaram in the studio? Yes, he is. He says, Well, that's my neighbor in Alsis River. I feel that a neighborhood watch must be started. But there is a neighbor. I don't know. You can answer that. And it comes from Suleiman David. So, Suleiman David says that there should be a neighborhood watch in Alsis River. But you are, this is the CPF. We have neighborhood watches um, throughout Alsis River, but not very. Function and organize. So where Suleiman is staying, we need probably a structured neighborhood watch for that area. So we've got a neighborhood watch in sector three. We've got uh, two neighborhood watches in sector three, but it doesn't cover the area where Suleiman is staying. Mm -hmm. So So it sounds like you need to mobilize more people to get involved in some kind of community safety strategy. And AB actually has a lot of good ideas. I don't want Graham to wait too long. Graham. Let's hear from you. What kind of festive season interventions is the Bishop Lavers Community Police Forum? Uh, what, what do you have planned? Yeah, um, the same as uh, the, the other two gems have said, we've got volunteers that, and, and we're so uh, glad for them because they are really helping in this fight against crime. And uh, every night if I come back from work, uh, you would see uh, some of these volunteers in the hot spots uh, 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 where the, the smash and grabs are, 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 are frequented and uh, things like that happen. So we've got volunteers that, that we've, we are deploying 
uh, on a 12-hour basis uh, um, for the uh, for, for the entire festive season. We we uh, uh, ganged up or, or we connected with the city of Cape Town, and they sort of give a stipend to those volunteers, um, and it helps because uh, at least those people don't go out and uh, just volunteer, but they at least get something as uh, at the end of the day. And they, the value that they add is immense because I tell you that they stand where other people would not want to stand. And and, and in our precinct, I've, I've found out that uh, the uh, uh, volunteers, there were many a times that I would say to them, if we go to Bontjeville, we don't want to go into that and that area. They will tell me, Mr. Lindos, no, 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 we want to go into that area. Let Seps go with us so that we can show those minority of people that think that they can take over our area so that we can show them that there are good people there so that other people can get on the bandwagon as well. So the program is running right through the festive season where we deploy in all of the, uh, the, the uh, sub-forums and the sectors, we're deploying uh, of these neighborhood watch volunteers. Okay, and, and do you have enough people? Yeah, definitely. We've got enough uh, people and we've, we've uh, linked them with SAPs, even with the shifts as well, so that uh, they are working with SAPs. Because we cannot let them work on their own, because it's obviously very dangerous there. So such is 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 is, is working onto them as well, and also using them to help them in uh, during this festive season. Mm-hmm. So listeners, I also just want to confirm that we have now the correct number, the emergency number that you can phone for any situation in the Western Cape, and that is of course if you know of a fire. Uh, any kind of accident or, you know, any physical harm that may have been done to someone who needs an ambulance, the number you can phone is 021-480-7700. That's 021-480-7700. If you are phoning from a telecom line, you just phone 107, and then you'll get through to the helpline. We have been receiving messages from listeners, and of course, you are, anyone is welcome to phone us on the show, burning issue as we uh, talk about a um, festive season, safety and security. We are talking now to our various community police forums. You can send us a message on the number 47913. You can also send us a WhatsApp to the um, number 072 O seven one two, and you can phone us on the number o two one four four two three five three zero. Now we have questions for the CPF members. Let's take the caller before we get to the WhatsApp line. Caller, assalamualaikum, and welcome to Voice of the Cape. Alaikum salam, and I on live on air. Okay, I want to agree with AB Mitchell's playing. There are people who watch through those windows and people who go out to help and do something about crime. Shukran Salam. Wa alaikum salam, shukran. The AB, that was feedback from, from one of the listeners. We do also have a listener who has been a bit critical of the Mitchell's Plain CPF, um, who unfortunately says that it needs to improve. Um, AB, so you've got a positive and a negative from listeners. You can never please everybody, it's fine. Um, now, these questions come from our listeners who likely would need some help from the CPF. Um, you know, the CPF, we know, these are the frontline people. These are the people who live in the community, who live amongst us, who live with us, and who actually put their lives at risk 
by keeping the community safe. So our listener asks, um, what can we do about the level of drinking? Okay, I'm paraphrasing it because it's a bit long, but it says, what can we do about, uh, you know, drinking in the community? All the youth here, they drink too much, and that's when the trouble starts. So anyone from the CPF, we have people here from Mitchell's Plain, Elsie's River, and, of course, the Bishop Labour CPF. Imran, you can start you in the studio. Well, I think, I think we've, we've got a program on alcohol, alcohol harms reduction. It's a strong focus of our station. Um, we've got a, a strong focus on Shabins, especially. Um, looking, looking, ensuring that they don't sell alcohol to underage, ensuring that they operate within their hours and resisting any further legal or illegal shabins in our precinct. So we've got a very focused strategy with regards to shabins. The problem is that these kids have so much time on their hands in the school holidays and they're sitting, you know, and they've got some or the other they have access to either drugs or alcohol. And obviously, it has a ripple effect within in the community, and it has it's completely disruptive. Okay. And I think I think for us, the focus would be in ensuring that we have um, holiday programs, and this is what we are busy with. A lot of our work is with our libraries, with our schools, ensuring that there are continuous programs to keep uh, the kids. But mostly, the more focused at the primary school. I was speaking to our librarian this afternoon mm-hmm. about having programs for your more high school students. Uh, okay. Because the problem is that they've got so much time on their hands. And I think this is part of our dilemma, is that our school holidays, my personal opinion, our school holidays are too long. Uh, it's eight weeks of, you know, doing nothing. And these kids become bored, they become frustrated, they hang on the corners, and that's where they get recruited into gangs, that's where they get introduced to drugs, that's where the alcohol abuse comes so in. So you're saying there should be alternatives? We, sh- we Do don't we have we sufficient need, alternatives, uh-huh. and this is not something that the CPF can solve. This is something for social development. Yeah, this it's is like the Ward Council, it's the City of Cape Town, yeah, it's the Western the, Cape government. This is, this is interventions that has to come from all the stakeholders. NGOs. And, and mm-hmm. safety on our side is to ensure that our community is safe. AB, but we from can't your solve side. all the problems yeah. as mm-hmm. the CPF. Yeah. I know from your side, AB, our listener wants to know, you know, alcohol seems to be a big problem in their community. What can they do? And how can the CPF play a role? I think first and foremost, um, and I would agree with my colleague, um, we need a multifaceted approach. And when we say a multifaceted approach, is that um, all agencies, all government departments, whether it's local, provincial, national, needs to play that pivotal role because that is where your social crime starts. But do you and, think and, this and person, do you think, yeah, sorry, just to confirm something, that this person who sent the message, you know, they're even saying that it's, it's, it's a problem even like next to their house, you know, they have neighbors as well. And um, so would they go to a CPF and would they say, there's a problem house in the area. Can you check it out? Beyond like the big questions now of we need a park and we need a holiday program, the immediate concern is maybe like right next to me, there's, there's people that drink all the time. There's problems because of the alcohol. Um, what do they do? I think the yes, first point of call, um, I think the fact that um, that would be, now that we are discussing this channel, um, is to get in contact with the local CPF. Secondly, um, that CPF in itself needs to engage social development because, you know, we speak about um, programs and, and projects that is in place, but there's one key department 
that is that is out of forever out of um, that role which they play to social development, and 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 we need to be able to engage that. Obviously, um, we've got social crime prevention at each and every police station it needs to do that intervention at that specific address and see whether there are minor children do the necessary assessment and the referral. Um, that's the role of the um, social crime prevention. Um, team from Okay, so there are there is recourse because another listener actually just sent a message as well saying I am staying in Strandfontein Wavecrest and on the field there is a merchant and lots of youngsters going to buy drugs. People in the area all complained and the cops of Strandfontein police station claim they don't fall under them. The Philippi police must come out. Please advise, I don't understand. It's a very similar situation a community has identified a trouble house where there's either alcohol or drugs being sold. They need help. You are guys of the CPF. You can assist in some way with advice. Graham, if we're, if one had to look at this problem, let's say even in Bontyville, Netrech, or Bishop Levers, how would the CPF deal with this? Um, in terms of problem places, and I, I get it every day where people will phone me and tell me that there's a house with a problem. I would then ask them what is the house number, and uh, um, I've got this relationship with the brigadier where I only deal with him because obviously you cannot trust everyone. We give through the number, and um, they then arrange uh, for that house to be raided and uh, uh, cleaned out. So that's that's the relationship that we have with the police as well as the community where they constantly give us numbers, but I ensure that if they give information and they give their details as well, that I go back to them so that they feel that we are helping them. It's not a question of them just giving information and they don't get any feedback. If they're not satisfied with whatever they have told us to do, and uh, uh, then we go back to the brigadier and say to him, you haven't done properly A, B, C, and D. And they tell you where the drug houses is. They tell you where the guns are being being hidden. They tell you who's got a gun at at any stage. They will tell you that the cop has been in that street now, but the gun has been given to that person. So that's the information that you then relate to. So you constantly receive the information, but you also then uh, 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 make sure that you don't lose their confidence so that you every time go back to them and, and, and tell them, are you satisfied and, and, and whatever the case might be. Great stuff. Thanks for that input, Graham. Listeners, stay tuned with Burning Issue. The Voice of the Cape. The Burning Issue with Rita One Amit. That's correct. This is The Burning Issue. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldin. We are looking at community safety and security over the festive season. We are now coming to the last bit of our show. And in studio, we have Imran, who is from the Altis River Community Police Forum. On the phone, we still have A.B. Isaacs. He's the chairperson of the Mitchell's Plain Community Police Forum. We've lost Graham. He's the chairperson of the Bishop Levis CPF. Thanks, Graham. You've been great. Um, we now want to give people some tips and advice as well. AB, um, let's look at Mitchell's plane. What are some of the things that people should be aware of? Um, you know, are there any hijacking hotspots, stuff around cash, ATMs, etc.? Let's hear from you. Yeah, I think first, um, as we move into the, in, now that we're in the festive season, we want communities to be very vigilant. One is when they go to the ATMs, and obviously, as I indicated earlier, um, going to the ATMs and withdraw huge amount of money. 
notify somebody that you can trust to say that you're going to withdraw an X amount of money. Secondly, when it comes to your, your highways and the byways, again, we are requesting communities to be vigilant, be vigilant around the surroundings, specifically even if you use the ATMs. Hijacking is the same process. Be vigilant with the surroundings. Um, don't use the same um, entrance when you use um, um, when you go and, and, and park your vehicles. Try to use other alternative um, routes to, when you go to houses. Those are some of the tips that we can. And when we go to the beaches, again, we are asking people to obey and, 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 and obey the, the law enforcement agencies, specifically our lifesavers. Now that we, most of us are going to 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 to, to our known beaches. Mm-hmm. I'm also just looking at a a carjacking across South Africa map, and um, it shows that the roads for carjackings in Cape Town would be Voortrekker Road, Alice Street, and Vanguard Drive. It seems the, these are the, the three roads in our city where a lot of the carjackings take place. Vanguard Drive, I believe, runs through Mitchell's Plain, right? That's yeah, um, Imran, do, do you want to add something? Well, well, most importantly, we want to, want to appeal to the listeners, not necessarily of Voice of the Cape, but generally that uh, the use of alcohol while driving, and the use of alcohol while swimming, and the use of alcohol in general, um, which escalates over the festive season, needs to be uh, a major concern. So family members get other family members to tone down the use of alcohol. Um, also, parents watch your children. That's that's for for us the most important problem, or the most important message is know where your children are at all times, especially during the school holidays. Make sure that you know who your children are associating with, because this is the time where they are most vulnerable, where they where they uh, engage in risky behaviour. We you have lots of consequences in January, February, uh, as a result of the school holidays. So we would want. Uh, parents to be extra vigilant. Uh, make sure that you know where your children are, what they're up to, what they're doing, especially teenagers. But it sounds like basic things. Should no, no. parents even be told look no, after no, your but, kids? But if you, if so you look funny. at the amount of kids in Elsie's River that's just hanging around, yeah. and that's, uh, you know, just walking up and down a uh, halt road looking to rob people, all of a sudden mm. uh, it's innocent school-going children, yeah. but during the, the school holidays they become uh, gangsters. And then we, we need to, to to warn parents to be on the lookout for any change in the children's behavior, especially when it comes to uh, experimenting with drugs as well, because uh, this is prevention is much better than cure. So we need to focus on how we can prevent our kids from falling to the traps. Mm-hmm. I just want to share some information that a listener sent on the WhatsApp line. Um, it says, while your car is locked, a thief can slide a five-cent coin in the door handle on the passenger side when you leave, nothing happens, but when you stop and close your car, the central locking will not function normally, and the car will therefore remain open. As soon as you depart, the thieves who have followed you will be able to penetrate in your car and steal everything that interests them. You have, no con- you have to control your doors to each closure. Now, you know, this is something that um, is similar to another um, tactic that I've written about before, um, for the for the newspaper, um, and what also happens is people have this device, jamming we, device. W- the jamming, jamming device. The jamming device. Yeah. So wow. when, sorry, what are you saying, Abby? Uh, the jamming device. Yeah, that's correct. So when you press your car, the central locking, they press the jamming device, 
And it happens, you know, we take it for granted and we just walk off and we think, ah, you know, my car is locked. But that five seconds, that extra five seconds to check can actually save you from being a victim of crime. Um, we have received an, a message saying that 112 is also an emergency number that you can phone from your cell phone if you are in an emergency situation. 112. Um, we've received a message saying shukran for an important issue on the burning issue, and that comes from Suleiman Davids, and he reiterated say, asking us to say it on air before the show closes. Okay, and now here's another one saying, Assalamu alaikum, in Cape Town CBD, card swipers is full. Why don't the SAPS do anything? So that's another thing to be aware of, right? This card theft and, and crime around uh, fraud, card fraud and stuff. Uh, okay, let's wrap up. We have a few minutes left, but let's let's get to closing now. Um, Ab, in terms of your community safety efforts in Mitchell's play, in the festive season, as we know, as uh, you know, Imran pointed out, is basically like two months of holidays for children, and then you have to then, of course, consider the fact that a lot of people are also going to be on holiday, and unfortunately, cri- crime doesn't take a holiday, so there's a whole lot of effort that needs to be made. Now, as the CPF. Are there any closing words that you may have for people in your neighborhood on how they can get involved to ensure that there is safety and security for all over the festive season? Let's start with AB. Yeah, I think first and foremost, communities should continue in reporting crime. You know, um, they should continue. And they should use the 10111 number. The reason is that with the 10111, you get the reference number, and it's easier to, to do follow-ups, when, what we call 101 complaints. When a customer says they found the police didn't pitch, there's a reference number, police investigate why. So, so no. you're saying that number is better than, for example, the other numbers that we have received. Uh, yeah. For example, um, let me just check my, my notes here. Um, for example, the City of Cape Town guy said, you know, people can phone 107 and they can also phone from their cell phone 021 Zero double seven double zero. Are you saying the one o triple one number is the best option? That, that's one. And also, make use now. Even if you phone the one o seven, make sure that the person on the other side gives you a reference number. You know, it's very important because the reference number is easier to to to, to follow up on one o one complaints. What we call one o one complaints. Um, last but not least, I also would like to ask the community, and as my colleagues have said, and it's clear. Let's join the crime prevention strategy. Let's join the neighborhood watch. Join the street committee. Join the block committee. So that we can ensure that Mitchell's Plain, or Mitchell's Plain, Cape Fletch, Western Cape, South Africa becomes a safe home. Great stuff. Thank you very much, AB. Sounds like you've got a like a strategy for the festive season in Mitchell's Plain. And we wish you all the best with your work over the festive season. Thank you, Chikan, once again for the opportunity. Have fun. Imran, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to reiterate um, the 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 one triple one number is, is the best way to go because um, from your cell phone the, the emergency number as well because it's a free call all the way so it's not you don't have the risk that the phone is going to be cut off. So it's free even from the cell phone. From a cell phone on your cell phone emergency number one one two, and that will put you through to the one triple one call center. So, so your cell phone emergency number is the best way to go because you're not going to lose airtime and you're also not going to lose the call. And 
it might take a little while to hang on to get through, but once you're through to the one or triple one number, you're going to get a reference number. You will be able to, we'll, we as the CPF and the, whoever wants to follow through, will be able to trace that call right from when it was log- logged. So, so it's the best and the, 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 the most fireproof. Phoning the station, uh, it just causes conflict mm. sometimes. I think that's a great tip because the other number, the 021 number, will obviously take airtime from your cell phone. But exactly. if you phone 10111, you can just make a free call. Yeah, so, so that's the most important uh, thing is make sure that you've got your emergency numbers at hand. And then also, you know, have, have some, uh, be vigilant, but also be um, safety conscious. Uh, it's also a time when we are accident prone, the kids are at home, fires, or, or, or it's hot, it's windy, we've got fire issues in some of our areas, especially backyard dwellers, we have to think of that as well. So so be safety aware, be safety conscious. Um, we are safety forums also, so we have to look at all the issues. And then finally, um, join, join hands with our CPFs and neighborhood watchers. Uh, we'll be having workshops early January on Neighborhood Watches, the, the legislative framework of Neighborhood Watches, so we'll be, be doing a lot of education on the new Neighborhood Watch regulations for the uh, provincial government regulations. So uh, there's, a, there's a whole new regime coming with regards to Neighborhood Watches that is very empowering as well. So I think uh, Neighborhood Watches and people interested in forming Neighborhood Watches, uh, you know, we... we, we can sh- they contact you? They can contact me or mm-hmm. they can contact uh, our secretary. But I'll give my my number, um, 084-781-7122, if they're in the Alcides River area. And then we'll be able to assist in forming street committees and uh, neighborhood watches as well. Mm. And I mean, uh, this is, as you said, it's something that will happen province-wide. So this, uh, sorry, this training affects yes. province-wide initiatives. I, th- I think there's, there's a rollout of this uh, new neighborhood watch um, legislation and as well as the registration of neighborhood watches. And uh, the Department of Community Safety is committed to this process. So, so it also uh, the, uh, there's a lot of uh, positives about it that we've we've got our, our our concerns, which we have raised with the MEC. But uh, most importantly, there are positive uh, spin-offs for communities in order to it's easier to register and they'll be recognised and they'll work together with the CPFs and and we'll be able to take that control. Okay, that sounds like another program. That's another program altogether. Let me just make sure that we give out your cell number again in case anybody is interested in following up on that with you. Your number is as you mentioned, oh eight four. Seven eight one seven one two two. That is the number of Imran Mukadam. He's the he's from the Altis River Community Police Forum. Imran Shukran for joining us. You are welcome, and to the uh, listeners of West of the Cape, we, we as the Altis River CPF. Um, wish them a safe festive season. Shukran. Assalamualaikum. Well, well, that's it from myself, Yazid Kamaldin. It's been Burning Issue. I'm back next week, inshallah. And I do hope that you enjoy the rest of the evening with Voice of the Cape Community Radio Station. Assalamualaikum.